0: Textually, a fool refers to a person that is lacking when it comes to mental capacity. Second, a person that is lacking when it comes to determination to complete a task, a purpose, in an effective way. Fool will do something, but try to do it in a way that will not bring forth or produce beneficial results. Just want to throw something together. A fool is also synonymous with An immature or childish person that shouldn't be such because he or she is literally grown. You got grown folk. Forty, fifty, sixty, 50, uh, 60, even seventy, that still act like a child. That boy a fool. 55 and acting like he's 15. She's 65, retirement age, and still thinking she's 22 by her behavior. That girl ain't nothing but a fool. Don't she realize she got great grandchildren? <laughs> fool will not make A decision that, based upon 1 Corinthians 13 and 11, has to be made once you become a grown person. Go there with me. 1 Corinthians 13 and 11. Y'all stay with me. 1 Corinthians 13 and 11. I could quote it, but I want you to see it, and I want to read it and, and deal with it just a little bit. First Corinthians 13 and eleven when I was a child it is is personal for Paul he said I spoke as a child understood as a child thought as a child because he was a child and so it, it was time he didn't need to be trying to be no adult when he was a child when, when a person when a child is trying to be grown Back in the day he would be called Manish. That boy just manage. Yeah, that what that' what older folk would say. Yeah, that, that boy he just thought, oh, have mercy. They need to take him behind the house and just set his breeches on fire. See, too, too mannish. But again, Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But then, notice the shift. When I became a man, I put away childish." He didn't ask God to do it. Some folks ask God to do everything. But some things God requires us to do. He said, I put away things that, that I did as a child. Arguing over dumb stuff. Have doing stuff. Letting folks persuade me to do something that I know I ain't got no business. I put away that stuff. If I, I can name some more stuff, but I might run into something. He said, I put, a, put them away. Because you don't want to be a grown woman and still acting like you acted when you were 14 and 15. You you don't want to be a grown person and, and you still doing that dumb stuff. But you have folks that do. You, you, you actually have folk that can actually look at a person and, and they know their history well enough to say, you know what, he did that when he was 13, here he is, he's 50, he's still doing the same thing. He wouldn't have work when he was a boy, and here he is, a grown man, he still won't have work. What happened to him? He didn't put away childish things. And sometimes society would try to throw in something to make childish folk okay Uh with the way they acted. Well, he didn't have education that he needed to. No, he didn't put away childish things. There are a whole lot of folk that didn't even finish high school, but, but they did put away childish things, and they became successful. You have to look at your life and ask the question, am I still doing dumb stuff that I did when I was a teenage girl? Am I still doing that stuff? They used to call me lazy when I was young. Mama used to always say that I need to quit being lazy. Am I still It's something you just got to put away. Then, then you have to bring it into the church. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You, you, you have to bring it into the church. Because you have some folk that when they first got saved, which, biblically speaking, says about them that they are babes in Christ. that That they didn't like the tithing thing then. Fifteen years later, they still got a problem with tithes. Didn't you have folk that get saved, obeyed, didn't pray? Ten years later, still not. Then you have folk that when they got saved, they were not a forgiving person. Were taught in the Bible that they needed to forgive others as well as themselves. 15 years later, still won't forgive folk and won't forgive themselves he hurt me let it go baby let it go forgive him let it go so you can move on don't let him have a change a chain around your leg keeping you from moving or progressing as fast as you can because you hadn't forgave him but he ain't changed. But but show him you done changed. <laughs> put away that childishness that you had. Yeah, she hurt me a long time ago, and I still have ha- and forgive her. You need to. You holding on to something that you should have put away you grown now. You don't have to. But telling him folks you have the Holy Spirit but you're not obeying him. When I became a man. I had to let it go. You hurt me, but you ain't going to hurt me no more because I'm moving on. (laughs) It was hard for me to forgive you. But the Bible untold me to forgive you. And now that I've been getting the word and I've been becoming mature, I forgive you. And I'm cutting this change loose. I'm moving on. When I was a child my behavior was befitting a child but I'm grown now. I ain't the flunky that I used to be. Not the pushover that I used to be. Not the mean person that I used to be. I done put all that away and see nobody can do it for you God is not going to do it for you have to make up in your mind you're going to do it for yourself yeah because if you don't you are a Gotta go further. Consider Proverbs fourteen. Lord have mercy. This is going to be tough, but hold on. Proverbs 14 and 16. Y'all holding on? A wise man feels and departs from evil. See, a certain things you just got to let go. I'm going to quit talking about how I'm just going to go. What do you call that based upon the verse? Wisdom. Look at the verse again. A wise man fears and departs from what? Evil. Now, he going to cuss me out and I oh, ought to cut him. No, don't, don't don't, cut him. Just leave that. Let him cut. He done cuss you out, so just leave. What do you call that? Wisdom. A wise man, notice again, fears and departs from evil. Fears don't mean he, he's afraid of you. But fear in one sense means respect, a reverence. A wise man fears or he reverences what is right. And so he knows it's not right to turn rail for rail. So he departs from evil. I ain't got time to be dealing with that foolishness. I got to go on. He Look at him grinding like a little girl. He's Yeah, call me whatever you want, but I'm leaving. See, when you get caught up in a whole lot of foolishness, you're not wise. But when you say, look, I ain't even going to deal with that. I'm going to do what's right. You are wise. Person. Oh, they'll talk about you, call you this, that, or the other. But the Bible says that you are wise. But notice the second clause of Proverbs 14 and 16. But a fool rages and is self comforted Fool, rages. To rage is to have an overpowering temper or desire. I'm going to go over there and cuss her. I'm tired of her. And you do it. You have an overpowering desire to do wrong and you do it. Overpowering temper to cuss somebody out and you do it. Y'all love me? You do it because you're a fool. And you said you love me. Fetch you love me, Even though I'm telling you the truth. One writer asks the question, he said, am I your enemy because I tell you the truth? Have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? See, truth makes you free. And a God-ordained preacher going to tell you the truth, whether it hurts him or you. Don't ever think when a a real preacher tells you the truth, that is not going to affect him. I've told you several times that I have to be the first partaker of what I teach and preach. A fool, notice, rages, overpowering temper and desire. Consumed by. it. Y'all all right? Yeah. You still love the past. Yeah. So I can deal with a little bit more. Yeah. Notice, notice the second clause again. Proverbs 14 and 16. But a fool rages and is self-confident. Now, self-confident is, is a good thing from a positive standpoint. But it's clear based upon the text that it's a negative standpoint. When you're self-confident from a negative standpoint, can't nobody tell you nothing. Yeah, I heard what preacher said today? That's his opinion. See, it's always got to be preacher even though preacher tried to break it down and use scripture he's still going to get blamed I'm okay with that but when you blame me just say but he did give scripture when you're self confident from a negative standpoint you're just to the point to where you just think you right. You are influenced by your emotions. By what you see. By your opinion. Amen? Amen? A fool rages and ills, self-confident. Now, taking it further, contextually, or according to our primary scripture, a fool Feels like, well, let me read it. I don't want to mess it up. Uh-huh. Come on. Look at it one more time. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, we're going to read it together so you won't say, hey, Uh-oh. seem like pastor was talking, said, said, said. no, no, no. Uh-huh. Let's read it. Our primary scripture on one. Ready, one, read. Now, notice, we done talked about a fool as a childish person. Will not put away childish things, even though he may be 50, 60, or 70. We have seen that a fool rages and ills self confident or basically just likes to do things the way he feels are based upon his his mindset and it's because all of this is because of his way or ways the way of a fool. Way equates. Life. Behavior. Doings. The way of a fool. Now this, this is. You, you got to hold on. It's right. In his own eyes. So what's happening with his heart? His heart being pricked. But he's still going to do what's right in his own eyes. Because in his eyes. is right. But is his eyes. Say to your neighbor that a fool is one dimensional, one sided. Can I use my word? Crazy. When, whenever you base your life on what you think what you feel my word is you crazy now the bible word or, or the bible says point blank if you're such a person You're in sin. You're in sin. And see, when a fool is right in in his own eyes, a fool will talk about God. That's the reason Psalm 14 and 1 says the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And the verse goes on, and the fool talks about everybody. Ain't nobody right. Because that's the fool's opinion. A fool is right in his own eyes. And I, I know folk in church. And Y'all hold on now, because y'all love me. Right? I'm, I ain't smiling. I'm Right? There are some of us, and I have been guilty a long time ago, that we try to justify everything we do. Because we don't want to be wrong. Now, we in church, but we'll try to justify wrong. Pastor, I know how it look. But let's let me tell you it wasn't my fault. yeah I, I mean I was just such and such and this, this is what happened I just, I just want you to know. I, I'm going to tell you something something that that's a good feeling when you can just admit you're wrong when you can just admit. You're wrong. Even though you can you you so wise, you can come up with stuff to justify. It's a blessing when you can just admit you're wrong. I, I usually try to fuss to prove my point. See, I don't got too old for that now. I mean, spiritually and literally, I'm, I'm just too old for that now. If I'm wrong. I'm just wrong. <laughs> but when you try to justify and make yourself look good, you're in the seat of a foe. Yeah, you are. In, you're in the seat of a foe. Well, Pastor, that, I, I can't be in that seat. Well, it's a choice. You ain't got to stay in the seat. I have been in that seat. If it be true, just tell your neighbor, I, I done been in that seat too. Some folk like that seat. I know somebody's 65 and they still justify. I, I didn't, I didn't. Lord, sixty-five, and you still doing that dumb stuff? Before you say something, let me explain. Well, since I said that you did say, look, what he's saying ain't completely true. Oh, Lord, that ain't completely that's the reason that as a shepherd you learn to just bring folk together to just find out cause you you can't deal in bits and pieces cause some folk will tell you they, they side, but they won't talk about the other piece are the other three or four pieces? And you thinking it's one side, but then here, here you got it. You bring everybody together. You got three or four sides. You got you got all kind of pieces. Lord, I have learned. Have you learned? Just don't try. To, the, the main point about this right here is never get to the point to where you're in a sea of a and, and what you, you are right <laughs> in your own eyes. Jesus said it this way. He said, before you try to point out the beam of the log in somebody else's eye, what's going on with yours? Get yourself together and then you'll be able to deal with the other person I had to learn that some of us still had to learn it but we're going to have to learn it if we want to be a true Christian amen, amen. That's Walker don't always teach them shallow messages do it but he teach Bible don't he notice again a fool well the way of a fool is help me in his own eyes. I got to drop something on you. Y'all ready for it to be dropped? Proverbs 14 and 12. I'm almost done. Just stay with me a little bit longer. Proverbs 14 and 12. There is a way. That sing. Right to a man. But its end is the way of death. There is a way that seems. It has the impression of the sensation of being. You feel like it's right. I I tell you something. Sometimes you can feel like something right. Because. You in your flesh. And you want it to be right. Sometimes it saying right. To the point to well. Sometimes you'll say. I know God will leave me. Because it seemed right. And see, God was so so intelligent with, with his omniscience because he said, Look, I'm going to bear witness uh, if, if what you're doing is right. I'm going to have some witnesses. And not them flunkies who some of us go to to be witnesses. He has legitimate witnesses. Isn't it amazing? We won't go to folk that's going to tell us the point blank truth for a witness. We go to somebody who we know, yeah, she'll she agree with me because we, we like that. <laughs> oh, Them ain't the type of folks you need to go to. You need to go to somebody that you know going to tell you the truth. Somebody going to be neutral. Ain't going to pick your side, his side, her side, or nobody else. side. just going to tell you first and foremost what the word says. And then secondly, was morally right. You understand what I'm saying? You have to understand that that you gon' that there gonna be some things in your life that gonna seem like it's the right thing to do, but it's not. I done been praying. I just I feel like I really need to tell her off. I mean, I, I just really feel that. Ha. Woo. <laughs> you feeling like is right. That's what you feel, but it's not right. What well, what do you do when you feel that something is right? Well, you try to make sure it's right according to the word. And then, if you still feeling a certain way, go to somebody legit to confirm it. But, but you have to understand something. Your feelings will mess you up. It seems right, but the end, get this, is death. Bottom line, it's a sin. Something can seem so right, but it's sin. Now he bring in sin and and it say the end is death because the wages of sin is death. It sin, right, but it's sin. And the only, only thing you have to do biblically is go to the book of Genesis when 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 the serpent just got to talking to Eve. And 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 it and it and it, when she got when when the serpent got to talking and talking about that fruit and she got to looking, I said, oh, you know what? It do seem like it's, oh yeah, that yeah, I believe it is good. So she done just left God. God told her not to do it. Told her and her husband not to do it. But now it's starting to seem like or feel like it's the right thing to do. And what did she do? She Ate some of that stuff. She had no business eating. I don't see nothing wrong with this. See, that's, that's, that's the thing. You don't. It seems. I, heard, I had a pastor tell me one time he he said look you you are you are you a holiness preacher, you believe in, in the bible, and so you can't do that, but you got to understand I'm a denominational preacher and so it's okay for us to do it I said, Well, I guess it's going to be a denominational heaven and a and a holy heaven and a denominational hell and a holy hell. I guess we got all this See, he was trying to separate it, saying that that it's all right because of what they believe. But see, it's bigger than you. It's about God. It's always bigger than us. It's about God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. seem right but you're walking in the death in 1 Corinthians 15 Paul calls death the last enemy talks about and the last enemy that shall be destroyed is what death that thing that men Experience, literally, spiritually, figuratively, and eternally. There are four realms of death. Spiritual, when you have not accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. Figurative, when you end up in... Ruin or without what God promised you, you could have. Literal when the body ceases to exist on earth. And eternal when you die without Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life and end up in hell forever. four types of death and you can be feeling that something is right that can cause death to come your way and you some, some folk will fight you over their feelings and, and what amazes me you got, you got professionals that will fight you over their feelings Mr. Walker, if you don't do such and such, this is not going You feel that strong about it? You think I ain't going to make it because of what? You feel that strong that what you got on paper going to stop me from being successful? You don't know me like that. But you'll be amazed at how strong folk are when it comes to their feelings. Even some of us, we, we can look at a person with, there's something wrong with him. I don't know what it is. But I feel it. It's, it's, it, it, it's going to be showed. And then something happened. I knew it was something. I knew it was something. But you can feel something about anybody in here. And sooner or later, they may do something. Why? Because we're human. You can never allow your feelings to come before the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was sent to guide you into all truth, not your feelings. Y'all quiet? This grown folk teaching this morning, and some of y'all looking like, oh, Lord, he just, everything he's saying just coming your way. Look, you ain't in the room by yourself. Wow. This right here is affecting every person, every role. You can't, you can't smile and say, "Hey, Let me move on. the way of a fool is right in hills right. say to your neighbor the worst thing to be based upon the teaching this morning he's a fool will you tell one more person that it was a, fool. <laughs> it was a fool that's the worst thing to be yeah, man, I, I I just really feel like this 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 is it. Mm, okay, you feel you feel you are not pray. Well, I ain't I ain't really pray, but I just really feel though. You know how you sound? Like a fool. Yeah, that that's it right there. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, look at it. Oh yeah. I feel like that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. <laughs> but what God's saying about it? Well, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm gonna pray some more. But I just, I just really feel like that's it. He the one. <laughs> he the one. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, he the one. What God said? God said he the one. (laughs) Did he confirm it? What you mean? (laughs) Because sometimes you can feel God telling you something or somebody is the one. But you have to make sure. I have had folk get mad at me for doing my job yeah i am i had folks some of y'all some of y'all i ain't trying to tell your business i ain't even trying to tell your business don't act like i'm trying to tell your business i ain't. i said some of y'all that wasn't you don't go home. don't go home i got the nerve of pounce he done talked about me i ain't talked about it. i said some of y'all i didn't name no name but if you want me to break it down i'll, I'll break it down some, some of y'all mean all over the room <laughs> Because sometimes your feeling can be so strong, but then you come, here you come to walk, to the preach. And you just feeling it, and you feel you excited, you smiling, you ear to ear with you, you just smiling, and then you just drop it on me. Oh, I just feel like this, this is it right here. Oh, pastor, heck of what I done research and all that. And then I, I, look, at, I look at all your 20 pages. That you got. I didn't say I read them. I just look at all these 20 pages. <laughs> and then it's, it's as if I just ignore the pages and just ask the question. Uh, what is God saying? You just, Oh, God. Here he goes. <laughs> and that smile just drop. Because I want to know where is God in this? <laughs> so you got to understand... Stuff a past, but not what God said. That's Matthew 24 and 35. Heaven and earth shall, Amen. but not God's word. You got to know where God is in everything you do. Where's God? Where's God? Because a thing can look one way, but not be that. A person can look one way, but not be that. You hear me? You have to be to the point to where you never be in the seat of a fool and go by what you feel. What seems right. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. And his mind is right. His opinion is right. But notice this, as I close, Lord Mercy. We still love the pastor. But he who, Proverbs 12 and 15, loud of clause. But he who heeds counsel is wise. Even when you're wise, you need counsel. Even when you know stuff, you still need to ask somebody about it. But he who heeds, heeds, and and some folks only look at heed from one standpoint. They say, well, it's when, when you hear, but you hear it intelligently. Yeah. And that's what a lot of folks, when they say heed, they, they are just listening intelligently, and they just leave it at that. I'm listening, trying to make a decision. No. When you heed, especially from a biblical standpoint, it's not only when you hear intelligently, But you comply. You comply with what is being put on the table. I listen intelligently to pastor. Yeah, but see the Bible is clear. You can't just be a hero of the word. Because if you're a hearer of the word, according to James, you, you'll be like a person that, that looks in a mirror and sees it looks good. Now. Then when you walk away and that wind hits you, what you did see, that's gone. It's gone. So, so you really can't go by what you saw in the mirror, because a change has taken place. You have to hear it, and then you have to put it into action. And I'm going to tell you all some, some things that, that God put on the table, you're going to have to deny yourself to put it in action. You, you're going to have to give up some stuff to, to put what God says into action. And it, may, and, and it may be a challenge initially. But let me tell you something. It'll be a blessing. If you do what God tells you to do, I don't care how challenging it may be up front. If you put it into action, God will bless you. He'll bless you beyond your wildest dreams or imaginations. He'll do it that just by you stepping up to the plate and just obeying him. Abraham not only heeded what God said by listening to him when he told him, go sacrifice your son. Abraham put his son, well, him and his son saddled up the donkeys or the horses, whatever they... They were riding back then, and it took him days to get to Mount Moriah or the place that God told him to sacrifice his son. Can you imagine all he was going through in his mind, his son talking about this, that, and the other? But in his mind, God done told me I got to kill my boy, and my boy asking me about this, that, and the other. But the whole time they were talking and so forth, he never backslid. He never said, Look, we're going back to the house. No, he kept going, even though it was challenging to his, his mind. He heeded counsel. Even though it was a challenging thing, he heeded it. But look at the blessing. Look at the blessing when Abraham got there and was ready to take his son, but God said, hey, don't do that. I see now that you will put me first. You will obey me. And because I know you're going to put me before your boy, your wife, and everybody else. First of all, there's a ram over there in the thicket. Or we would call it the sticker bribes. He can't get loose because he in the thicket. Go over there and get him and sacrifice him. But also I want you to know that I'm going to be your provider. The same way I provided a sacrifice in place of your son. I'm going to provide you with everything that you needed. Why? Because you heeded what I told you to do. You got to heed what God tells you to do so you can receive the blessings. If you don't heed what God tells you to do, You're not going to receive the blessings. And even when you do get something that seems like a blessing, you're not going to enjoy it the way you should because you didn't heed according to his written and revealed will. You ever got money that you didn't, that that you got it and and you were glad to get it, but, but you didn't enjoy it the way you really wanted to enjoy it. You had plans for that money. But when you got that money, you had to spend it on stuff you hadn't planned to spend it on. And often stuff like that happen when you done so. Rome. And so you had to reap Rome you done so bad and you gotta reap bad as a man so that shall he also reap you gotta be to the point to where you heed counsel you heed counsel Can you get counsel from a fool? No. That ain't no counsel. Because counsel based upon the text is instruction that is in line. Wealth. The word of God. That's basically what counsel is from a theological standpoint based upon the text. And such counsel will make you Sagacious. It will cause you to have profound knowledge and understanding. Well, how in the world can I get to be sagacious from hearing God's pastor? I hold on before you think I'm trying to put myself on a pedestal. Because that, that, ain't, that ain't it right there. Jeremiah 3 and 15 is prophetic, but it's also plain. When the Lord told Jeremiah to tell the people, I will give you shepherds according to my heart. Who will feed you with knowledge And understanding. Now, if his knowledge and understanding coming from God, that's great. That's great knowledge. Is that right? That's great understanding. Who greater than God? God is all knowing that makes him great. Well, he's greater than great, but that makes him above anything or anybody. True. Yeah. Let me give you a scripture. I need. I, I, let me give you a scripture. Lord, in mercy, you heed counsel. You're going to be wise, and I just gave you a definition from a theological standpoint. It means that uh, your person. That you're going to receive knowledge and understanding from him, and the way he gives it is through his pastor, but it originates from God Himself. And if a pastor is true, all that he gives you in reference to knowledge and understanding is going to be based upon the Word of God, right? But consider, I think I want to go to Proverbs 2, and verse 6. Let's go there. I'm closing. Proverbs 2 and 6. Ready? For the Lord gives, help me, from his mouth come and what? From his what? From his what? What is God's mouth? Who speaks for God? The mouth represents speaking. Who speaks for God? His shepherds. The prophet of the house. And of course, we can go on with his ministers, so forth and so on, but we're just keeping it pastoral this morning. Amos 3 and 7. Surely the Lord God will do nothing. Do in one sense represent unless he what? Reveal. He's going to reveal it. Show it to who? His prophets. And what the prophet going to do? Speak it. Is everybody going to like it? No. Folk were killed for speaking truth. Folk were put in jail for speaking truth. Every time I'm attacked, I say, well, at least I ain't like Paul. Paul stayed in jail. I do. That, that's my consolation, that I ain't in jail like Paul. This, that, and the other ain't happening. Because folks died for teaching or telling folk the truth. But when you heed counsel, you're going to be again wise or sagacious. You're going to have profound knowledge and understanding. I'm done. Let's get a Lord hand to pray.